Big VJ on the check-in. Real Black Content is Forum Podcast. We're going to have a grown folks conversation. Beloved, we thank everybody for showing up. Making comments. Bringing and listening in. We're just going to hang out. We're going to have some grown folks conversation. How about that, right? Grown folks conversation, beloved. We're going to talk about relationships and we're going to talk a little bit about karma and karmic relationships and we're going to talk about the science behind reincarnation right being born again (laughs) how about that right and we're going to talk about um you know big mama gave us a principle you know she always said what goes around comes around right and the principle that she gave us was seed time and harvest, right? Because Big Mama said, you know, you're going to reap what you sowed. Right? How about that? You're going to reap what you sowed. I listened to something called, um, it's a podcast called Dream Champs. It's on Revolt TV. Nori is the host. And he had some guests on. Irv Gotti was a guest. Ja Rule was a guest. And he began to talk about Ashanti, right? So, you know, I'm listening to the conversation and I got that, you know, I started thinking about the spirit of, of Willie Clayton, right? How about that, right? <laughs> Our brother Willie say, you know, what do you do when you leave your home for the side piece and the side piece leave you? Mm. Man, I got to say that again, beloved. What do you do when you leave your home for the side piece? This is our brother Willie now. This is what our brother Willie say. When you leave your home for the side piece and the side piece leaves you, right? So, yeah, we're going to have a grown folks conversation. I listened to the podcast and I was was blown away because... It was more spiritual again. It was more spiritual than I anticipated. I'm like, yo, this guy is really talking about seed time and harvest. This guy's really talking about karma and being engaged in a karmic relationship with the Shanti. Right? It was it was very deep, man. It was uh it was on an esoteric vibe, right? So I just want to be able to say this because we're talking to the village and we're just going we're gonna to be real and then we're going to be honest, of course, right? One of the most important principles that we're going to learn in our life is seed time and harvest. Because everything functions and operates off planting the seed and then the harvest coming back around from that which you planted, right? So in the physical, we see the seed time and harvest in the visible, through the physical, right? Visible through the physical. If I go in my backyard, beloved, and I plant apple seeds physically in the visible, during harvest time, I should see the budding and the growing of an apple tree because I've been planting apple seeds, right? I shouldn't be able to go in the backyard and look for a plum tree or a fig tree 
right? <laughs> I'm going to back and look for some peaches, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I've been playing apple seeds this whole time. And then I'm going to back and look for some peaches. No, it don't work that way. The seed that I planted, the visible and physical seed, I'm looking for the physical and visible manifestation of that very same seed, right? Believe it or not, though, beloved, the spiritual world, it works just like that. If I'm planting the seeds of righteousness, square dealing, charity, I'm planting the seeds of truth. I can look for that tree, which is a person in the spiritual world. Trees are people. I can look for that tree to come amongst me in my life because I planted the seeds of this tree, right? Now, we have one life, one love, and we have one relationship, beloved. We have one relationship. Our relationship is one. We, through the village, though, we're taught to split up our relationships. It's like a pie chart. So you got that 360 degrees of relationship. But we say, okay, this slice is my family, right? This is this relationship I have with my family. And then this is the relationship I have with my coworkers. And then this is my um, my after hours relationship. I hang out with these guys at the gym or I hang out with these guys at the, uh, uh, from the bar, some type of affiliation, some type of group, fraternity or something. And then these are my partners from over here and over there. And we just say, we kind of split it up. But in reality, it's not split. The relationship world is just one. It's all one and they're all connected. And the reason why you are connected with certain people is because something is going on in you. These are trees in your life. So if you kind of want to see what you where you are as a person and what you've been putting out in the world, you can kind of look at the trees of your life, the people of your life. And you can say, OK, this is who I am as a person. Right. I can see that. Because I'm planted, this is what I'm planting. And I'm this is sprouting up around me. But if I begin to plant things that may be improper, I'm still going to see the trees, but it's going to be a karmic. A karmic is a tree that just came into my life to teach me a lesson. That's all. It's just, see, we're talking about seed time and harvest, right? I was talking to my old bird one day, right? Dig this. My old bird. You know what I'm saying? That's what we say. Uh, that's what we call our mother in Detroit. Old bird, right? So I'm talking to my dukes. And we talking about the principle of seed time and harvest one time, right? Dig that. And, uh, you know, my mom come out to church house. You know what I'm saying? She's, <laughs> she come out to church house. And she was talking about sowing a financial seed. Right? So, again, what... As we if we talk about the law of correspondence, what is above is is the same thing as beneath. You know what I'm saying? We see the tree on top. You only see the tree on top when we're dealing with the law of correspondence. We only see the tree above the ground because there's roots that connect the tree under the ground. We see what's above. We so but we don't see what's beneath. But it's just the highest or tallest the tree grow in the physical, invisible, that means the roots have to be deeper. Because they got to hold it, sustain it. But it all comes from a seed, right? Okay. So I'm talking to my dukes about the financial seed. And she's telling me about going to the church house and sowing a financial seed, right? And, you know, many of our people, you hear this kind of jargon amongst our people. Because they say, you know, 
they're going to sow a seed over here and somehow they think this is going to grow somewhere else so i'm talking to my mom and i asked i said okay we'll dig this i said well let me ask you a question mom i said yo uh <laughs> i say if i gave you some apple seeds i said right now put them in your hand and you sow the apple seeds at my house i said where the tree gonna grow she said well it's gonna grow at your house i said that's right all right if you're looking for a financial blessing and you can sow financial seeds if you want the financial seeds to grow in your house, you got to plant them in your house. I don't care who, I don't care what Reverend Biscuit told you or taught you. I don't care who kind of, you know, it sounds like somebody and I'm not judging, but you can't people, you know, you can't allow people to manipulate practical knowledge. Because in this conversation, we're going to talk about the importance of practical knowledge. Seed time and harvest is practical knowledge. If you sowing it here, it's going to grow here. You can't sow something. I can't go and sow apple seeds in Chicago and say, all right, well, I'm waiting for the benefit to grow over here. Now it's going to grow in Chicago where I sent the financial seed to. But if I want the financial seed to grow in my house, I got to plant it in my house. Whether that be an additional class at the university or JUCO classes or junior college classes online. I got to take the bread and I got to invest it in some stocks and shares. I got to take the bread and learn me a new trade, a new talent, or I got to take the money and, and invest in my spouse's idea or dream. Or I got to take the money and invest in one of my children's idea or their dream. But I got to take the money and invest it in my house if I want the tree to grow in my house. Does that make sense? Right. We can't let people make us think I can take a seed and plant it over here and it's going to grow back. That's not the practical knowledge principle of seed time and harvest. It may be something else, but it's not the, you know what I mean? Because I've seen our people get into religious kind of like jargon and, you know, it comes into this tenfold and a hundredfold. Imagine that, a hundredfold, right? <laughs> but maybe that's a different story for a different day. We're talking about the practical knowledge of seed time and harvest, right? Not religion, because religion, I can see it this way. You can see it this way. You got this discernment. I got this discernment. You got this interpretation. I got this interpretation. But practical knowledge says, no, it's just it is what it is. The principles of seed time and harvest going to work the same way in my house. It's going to work at your house no matter it, it don't take no discernment for that we ain't got to sit down and say okay well what translation you got or what what version do you got is is no ver it's the same version if it come out of the ground a seed was planted there right going back to the ashanti earth Gotti relationship earth Gotti was married and he was dealing with ashanti through an affair right which means Ashanti is a home record. We like to, I mean, we just got to be real. This is Real Black Contents for One Podcast. We think she's a great singer. She's a great act, a great artist. She's a home record. Ashanti is a home record. Mary J. Blige is a home record because she dealt with an artist back in the day named Case. And he was in Covenant. You know what I'm saying? And she dealt with him. Uh, we love 
Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is a homewrecker. She dealt with Wyclef when Wyclef was in Covenant, right? We like Alicia Keys, but we know Alicia is a homewrecker. She dealt with a man, Swiss, when he was in Covenant, and not only did she deal with the guy, she took the guy. She the guy's with her now, right? But everything, so we we can keep our eye on certain things because we know how seed time and harvest work, and we know what goes wrong gonna come back around. But we're just saying we these are homebreakers and we got to identify them as such. And unfortunately, we may love their talent, but homebreakers are an enemy to the community. Can you redeem yourself? Yeah, you can redeem yourself. Through knowledge, through reincarnation, being born again of the mind, coming back again through the mind. Yeah, you can redeem yourself. So I would like to see because we see it was buzzing. Irv Gotti, he's on a popular show. It got millions of views. And he's talking about his affair that he had with Ashanti. And Ashanti was a karmic. And we're going to touch on what a karmic is a little later. I would have personally loved to see Ashanti, though, not necessarily respond to just the backlash and the vitriol. But as a woman, Ashanti owes Deb an apology. She owes Deb an apology. She owes Irv Gotti, ex-wife, an apology for dealing with a man that she was with while they was in covenant. It's important to know this, black folks, that our village is going to be the biggest enemy of your covenant, of your promise, of your matrimony, of your marriage. Because our community, our village, don't respect nothing that's sacred. It's unfortunate we're going to work to a better place, but right now it's not it's not so. Anything that's sacred, no, we're addicted to pleasure. If it's going to make us feel good, we don't necessarily care who get hurt behind it. We're just going to do what makes us feel good. Right? So there's nothing sacred to our people. And there's a culture of having a side piece, and that's it's prevalent in our culture. It's something that you got to be aware of. But when you are a child, you think as a child, but when you become a full grown man and woman, you got to put away childish things. It'd be powerful for the culture if Ashanti give Deb an apology because we already know you was dealing with a man when he was in covenant. You know what I'm saying? It'd be powerful for the culture if we seen Lauren Hill say, you know what? I was young. I want to apologize. Wyclef's wife because while he was in covenant I did something I ought not did you know I, you know it'd be powerful for our culture on a personal level if many of us who we may not be entertainers but we dealt with a woman that was in covenant we owe that woman's husband an apology I don't care if you work at Ford or you work at Chrysler or you work in a warehouse and practical knowledge man if you do right, write or follow. That's practical knowledge. Sis, if you dealt with a man, you know he was in covenant, you owe that you owe that woman an apology. Now, how that person get the apology is on you. And I'm speaking as if the person found out that y'all was dealing with each other. They may have broke up, they may have stayed together. But you owe that person an apology. That's practical knowledge. Now, again, how you figure out how to get us apology, I mean. 
hell if you want to these days through social media you can make up a fake account you ain't even got to expose yourself you know what i'm saying i'm talking about underneath the pretenses that she knows or he knows and you can say hey, my man i'm just going to send this out to you i apologize years ago i dealt with your wife you was in covenant with our pot i, I should have never did that that's my fault this is practical knowledge i apologize man i i, I shouldn't have did that i apologize to you sis that's powerful one says speaking to another sis i apologize i dealt with your husband i should have never did that i was young i was dumb i just i apologize that i did that and now we're going through the this is reincarnation beloved i know how the devil told you reincarnation you're gonna drop dead and you're gonna come back and there ain't nothing in this universe when you put your foot on that cockroach <laughs> That cockroach ain't blow away and come back later and he's a dog and they nah nah nah. You talk about the renewing of your mind. Right? The rebirthing of yourself. And the more knowledge you get, you're gonna go through a lot of stages of reincarnation. You're gonna be new over and over and over and over again. Right? So you got to be wise as the serpent because the serpent is smart enough to know in this due season, the serpent sheds off. The old skin and puts on the, the new skin. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. But this is the importance of practical knowledge. Because religion ain't going religion ain't gonna to tell you to do that. Religion got a whole, depending on what religion you got. But if we got one of these religions from the east. Which many of our people through our village, you know, we have. Religion says that I can sleep with your wife. Or shorty can sleep with your husband. You know what I mean? And. Violate you, cuss you out, call you everything but a child of God, fight, stab you, go through your whole neighborhood, sell you dope for five to ten years, and then one day I can feel different. I can get on my knees, I can look across the Atlantic, and it they got some deity over there for me in the east, and I can say, Forgive me for everything I done. And then I get up and I say, Oh, I got a clear conscience now. I'm, <laughs> I'm good to go. But the people that you violated. They still hurt and traumatized by what you did to them. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of like, that's why it's good. You know, we it's good we let those Europeans do that kind of shit. We let them devils, they love these religions from the East because they can just come and enslave a whole bunch of people and whoop you, uh, take your name, rape your women, and then say, they look to the East. They, they don't come back to you. They look to the East. Oh, I did all this. Forgive me. <laughs> then they see you again they got a clear conscience you know what I'm saying so I'm not um, I'm not speaking against nobody's religion right but this is the importance of practical knowledge it would be a beautiful thing to see that apology man that rebuilding that rejuvenation of love and trust and Listen, I apologize, beloved, I, you know, but I say even in that, you got to be wise because, you know, if you go apologize to a man and say, man, I've been knocking your wife down. That even may go another way. You know what I'm saying? So in that instance, if you ever run into that woman again and she may be back with her husband or she may not be back with her husband, but you see that woman, you stop and say, listen, we're not going to do this small talk and smile and all this. I dealt with you years ago and I apologize, sis. I should have never put my hands on you. Knowing that you was in covenant with somebody else. I should have never did it. He's not around. 
and I ain't finna get in front of you and play mushy. I apologize to you. We should have never did that. Same thing for you, sis. You see, buddy? You rolling around with dude. Y'all in covenant. It's time for reincarnation. That You got to be born again. We going to start this thing new. Hey, brother. Hey, how you do? No, we ain't finna do no hugging and all that. We did too much of that already. And you in covenant. Listen, brother, I messed with you. I apologize to you. I should have never put my hands on you. And uh, I want you to accept my apology. Even if you don't, I owe that to you. How about that, right? I want to talk about the Irv Gotti story. Because the Irv Gotti story is a, it's a very spiritual story. And if you don't know, I'm just going to give you the, the quick version, right? This is the part they don't, they don't put on, on drink champs. Irv Gotti is from Queens. He's a recording producer from Queens, New York. So was one of his biggest artists, Ja Rule. So is his wife, Deb. They all from Queens. When he met Deb, she had one daughter, right? He courted the woman. He met the woman. He constantly ran her down. She gave him a chance. He married the woman. And he had two more kids. And he adopted that first daughter like his own. So if you ever hear Irv Gotti in the interview talking about his oldest daughter, he's talking about Deb's oldest daughter. You know what I'm saying? So he's a bonus dad because, of course, in our village, we don't do stepdads. Ain't no such thing as stepdads don't exist in the black community. Stepdads don't exist in the black camp. When they go into the refrigerator, I'm talking about the children. Like the rest of the children, they don't, they don't get a step. Of the orange juice, they don't get a step of the uh, <laughs> they don't get a step of the food in the refrigerator. They get the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So we have bonus parents, and some of our children in our village got two dads, and Lord knows they need them. Some of the children in our man, I mean, golly, they need them. Some of the sons in our village got two dads. Some of the daughters got two dads, and they need them. Right? How about that? They had a beautiful story, Irv Gotti and Deb. And um, it shows the importance of a man doing the work on himself before he get the money. Because money is going to make us more of what we already is. Right? So we got some desires that's buried in us. And they may not be the most fruitful activity for us. If we get money, it's going to come out. Right? If you love liquor, it's going to really come out. If you love gambling, it's going to really come out. If you love drugs... God bless the dead with our brother DMX. It's going to really come out when you get the money and power. You got to do the work before you get the money. Right? Irv got the money. Irv became a king of oneself. Irv Gotti became, as a married man, the king of hearts. Right? Many of us from the village, you know, we, uh, we play tunk. We play card games. We play spades. We play beer whiz. If you ever look at the King of Hearts, though, you know what I'm saying? You know, these face cards, you see whether you turn them upside down or not, they, they mirror each other. But the King of Hearts, you see the king, no mustache. You see the hands in front. But if you look at that card closely, he got another hand behind his back. It's a sword or a knife of some sort. It's behind his back was behind his head. Right? So that can be translated 
or that could be looked at as manipulation because you see the hands in front but you don't see the one behind your back he's the king of hearts right okay beloved we got again one life we got one love we got one relationship right dig that just one right the way that Irv talked about the relationship with Ashanti calling the bitch saying well she wasn't there when I needed her and she turned her back on me and we were making plans for the future and then I looked up and she was gone you can almost see that the seeds that he planted at home with his wife manipulation saying he's going to always be there showing her the hands in front but not the one the secrecy that he got going on behind her back how he's running around on her with other women outside of his home especially the karmic right ashanti in this situation everything that he did to Deb, everything is the whole when he went outside his front door that side piece gave him back as a karmic or what he was giving his wife the whole time that's why that podcast was so spiritual and so many people need to they need to listen to that podcast you got to listen to it with your physical ear then you got to hear it with your spiritual ear you can say damn she was the karmic the karmic is the person that come into your life just to teach you the lesson and really give you balance because you, you should learn from that lesson okay damn this was in me i went for this i made a mistake with this and this is because it's only one life one love one relationship so what you was doing in your personal relationship we're talking about earth at home so on these particular seeds these seeds in the spiritual realm is nothing but trees and these trees are going to come back to us everything that we come in contact if we just take time and we look at our life we would notice many of these things that we're facing we planted them we planted the seed somewhere else but we because we come from the village and we dissect relationships so much we cannot see the bigger picture right because we split this up from this y'all let me give you an example how about this how about this i got a partner he's from new york right he's around 47 between 47 and 50 years old and uh he's not married and what he tends to do right because i used to he was one of my uh, former co-workers what he tends to do is he'll get with a young woman he'll sell her some dreams and he's like a serial shacker he loved her he ain't gonna get married right <laughs> he's gonna shack with this woman they're gonna stay together three four years it's not gonna work he's gonna shack with this woman they're gonna stay together another three four years and ain't gonna work then he's gonna shack with this other woman three four years he just kind of like he loves that new car smell in the relationship but he's the king of hearts you see the hands in front but you don't see what's going on behind his back it's secrecy he don't put everything out on the table right okay dig that um he's no longer an engineer right he's a professional truck driver now and um he's been driving trucks for maybe like the last 10 or 15 years something like that right now we got one life one love one relationship right 
I want you to we dissect the relationship, but it's just one. We're planting seeds of behavior every day, right? Okay. Every time I talk to my partner, we catch up. You know what I'm saying? I get him on the jack every now and then, and we talk for an hour, hour or two. We do a lot of catching up, and that's just kind of how, like, when you do, when you become a man of a certain age. And um, it's a reoccurring cycle in his career as a professional truck driver, though, right? Now, I can see it because I'm on the outside, but he can't see it from the inside. He goes to these interviews with these trucking companies, and they promise in the world. Hey man, you come on and drive for us. This is a place you're going to be able to retire and you're going to make this much money here and this much money there. And the bonus is going to be this and the bonus is going to be that. And if you, you know, you drive so long without an accident, the safety bonus is going to be this. They kind of like selling them a drink. Then he signs on, he go with the company. Then three, four years later, he like, man, these goddamn folks, they ain't, they ain't did nothing. They said they was going to do, man, I wasted my time, man. I, I ain't get this raise. I ain't get this bonus. Man, I'm up out of here. Then he interviews with another company. Another company saying, listen, we'd be happy to have you. We're going to promise you this, promise you this, promise you that. Bop, bop, bop. They send the same dream. He go to this company. Then he go to that company. Now, because I listen to my partners through my natural ear and my spiritual ear, he doesn't see, but I can see it because I'm on the outside looking in. See, the same thing you're doing over here with the women. Playing the game, selling a dream. Oh, we're going to be together forever. We might get, he, he'll get down, he proposed to a woman, but when it's time to jump the broomstick, it never happens. And then he kind of like sell him a dream, then it, it doesn't happen. And he get with a new woman. It, but it's only one life, one love, one relationship. He's sowing the seeds. Because he's kind of isolated, it may not come back around on the personal. So he gets a new tree, and the tree comes through the business world. He can't see the same thing he's doing over here. The business world is his karmic. It comes back around to show him what he's doing. But he's at these jobs and he's getting so frustrated. And he's like, man, I'm 47 to 50 years old. He's between that age group. And he, you know, man, I got to offload this truck, man. The back of this trailer is hot. And they ain't tell me this was going to be a part of this. And man, I can't believe. It. And he's fussing, fussing, fussing about this truck and shit. I say, beloved, this only coming to you because you're doing this shit over here. So I talked to him in gyms. I talked to him in parables. Hey, bro, you got to clean up over this. If you clean up this and that, I just talk because, you know, we broke, we grown men, we talking. But I'm talking parables to him. I'm like, listen, love it. <laughs> You're doing this over here and this, this like this. And this is going on over here because if I'm talking to somebody I love, I ain't going to offend you. I'm going to talk to you in parables. Same thing I do with my, my old bird, man. When my mom Dukes was talking about sowing the seed, I just say, well, listen. If you sow the seed over here in my house, where the tree going to grow? Now, you got to be able to put that together. <laughs> I know Port Shop told you if you bring the money down there, it's somehow going to grow back. Yeah, but that's not the principle. That's not the practical knowledge of seed time and harvest. You know what I mean? It's not. So your whole life is one relationship. Right? Your whole life is one relationship. This principle of seed time and harvest is going to work in every facet of our lives. The visible with the physical. So we just got one relationship, beloved. Right? When we start sowing seeds of behavior, behavior seeds and activity, language, etc. goes into the unseen bubble. And that's one relationship.
when we start sowing the physical or the visible that's going to come in contact with the physical and the visible so those seeds if i got like i have literal physical apple seeds and i'm planting them in the physical it's going to grow in the physical if i got a financial seed i got the money in my hand it's physical wherever i plant that financial seed the physical seed the money i got in my hand it's going to grow there physically i can't that's nothing there's nothing invisible about that but when i begin to plant the seeds that's unseen then i'm looking for the unseen world to produce this back to me in the form of a tree which is a person or entity right so all we have to really do beloved is look at our own lives man but when you get a chance beloved you got to listen to that earth got interview man it's uh you know shout out to noi over there they got a they got a good thing i don't again i don't listen to that much hip-hop but it's over there you know what i'm saying i want to see everybody do good and you know um do their thing and you know i feel as though that um every man and woman over a certain age have a podcast of some sort leave what you know you don't know what you know and what you've learned that you can give back that a person can they can use that beloved because it's all about practical knowledge at the end of the day practical knowledge is gonna it's gonna keep us together beloved because you know our people try to make a union behind religion it ain't gonna work it's just you know but when we get down to practical knowledge gets a little different right we all gonna make kool-aid the same way put the kool-aid pack in there put the sugar and you stir it. <laughs> that's practical ain't gonna take a lot of discernment on that <laughs> you know you know what i mean if we're sowing righteousness and truth and square dealing and charity and equality where we're equal in all things um you know we're gonna look for those trees to come in people and entities but if we're sowing untruths and manipulation man and we putting a bunch of lies and secrecy in the unseen world you know we, we'll see it again in the unseen world through the form of trees and entities right man beloved that's powerful man you know you know nobody gonna get away man nobody's gonna get away man and it's it's all about learning and reincarnation and apologies is so powerful man our people is underneath so much trauma it's good to apologize to the brokenhearted especially if you can get in contact with people again and or maybe you can't but social media you can make a fake page man you know people make fake pages to troll you can make an apology page make an apology page and man you can research anybody you ever said something to hey man you ain't gonna never remember this but in the sixth grade boy i slapped the fire at you in sixth grade i just thought you was lame i just put my hands on you i used to take your lunch money every day but look i'm a grown man i apologize man i should have never slapped you around took you <laughs> you know what i mean real talk though 
real talk, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, our people, man, because of our actions, we don't know who we put in therapy. We don't know who we put in therapy. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what woman that you, you know. If you knew you was dealing with a female and you knew she was looking at you like you're going to be the future and you knew, bro, baby, I'm just here to smash. It ain't going to be nothing for real. And you never just said, baby girl, I'm here to smash. An apology ain't going to hurt now. Reincarnation, being reborn to a better version of yourself, that ain't going to hurt none. That ain't going to hurt none. How you give the apology is on you, but if we give it, that's that practical knowledge we can stand on. How about that, right? And beloved, before we go any further, I just want to share this with you as well, right? You know, sometimes people are in relationships and the man can be doing right and he got a woman that ain't no good or the woman the sister could be doing right she got a man that ain't no good and sometimes that no good person leaves your life and from the outside it looked like damn they left you and they were a new person and they enjoying life and they posting pictures and they having a great time but brother and sister i could submit to you if you was on your square you were righteous in your relationship. You planted those seeds. You'll see it again. Your tree is coming. And then that tree. Or that karmic that left you. Yo. I don't care what kind of pictures. That they post on social media. Like they're the happiest couple on the planet. I can submit to you beloved. That they live in a house of turmoil. Because a lot of our people can put their fronts up on these social medias. They can make it look like. But that's a house of chaos. So it's okay to let that go. Because if a person. The foundation. You can always depend in this world. On the foundation of anything. That's practical knowledge. If a person leaves you. And the person that leaves you was lying. And when you confront them about something. They're gaslighting. They operate in a spirit of manipulation. When they get with that new person, they just not going to cut that off. That's their energy. That's their, they're operating off their lower self. And they're going to connect themselves with somebody else. And then they're going to see, see that energy never goes away. Now you can rebuild, you can collect, and you can go forward and your tree is coming. Right? But as for them, you know what I mean? Don't worry about them. Theirs is coming if it ain't already came. Because I hate to hear sisters, well, he left me in his, yeah, sis, you, you might got you some peace now, daddy gone. Don't worry about, let him go. Yeah, bro, you found shorty, you caught up, let her go. She thinks she finna run off the paradise. This world don't work that way. I don't care if it take five or ten years later, you know, there are so many horror stories that these folks get in their quote-unquote new relationship and then they complaining about the person that they with. And then you kind of, you scratch the surface a little bit. And you find out, oh man, this woman was married to this guy. And the guy found out he left the woman. Now she with you. And you trying to make it work. And then it worked for, you know, as long as y'all jumped in the bed for 30 minutes, it was okay. But years down the line, the value is not there. It's not there. They trying to keep it together. And y'all arguing and fussing and fighting. 
But you look at the foundation, it was shaky from the beginning. Some of the queens out here, they were the guy. And everything is turbulence, man. Look like it's just that so much tension in a relationship. Then you kind of figure out how the queen got him. How did you get, where did you meet this guy? From? Oh, he lived upstairs at the apartment complex. Or he lived around the corner. He was married. Or he was with his baby mama. He wasn't happy. And he came to you get happiness. And now you got him. And now you ain't happy. <laughs> yeah, but God damn it. You owe that woman an apology. And that woman may give you a thank you. Because you took her problem. You know what I'm talking about? How about that? But yeah, don't worry about them. Let them folks go. That bad energy, if they want to, you know, I always encourage our people to keep the marriage together. Especially the brothers. Man, you you the leadership. Keep your marriage together. But if somebody want to go, what you can't, you know, we ain't got no chains on nobody's feet. Right, sis? Wait, bro, we ain't got no chains on, on nobody's feet. Right? Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. Real Black Content is for a podcast, man. Big VJ. I get it with you guys. Stay the peace.